It's that time again. It's time for English and coffee. I've got my cup. Hope you got yours. Let's go. So this week has been one of those long, drawn-out weeks. You know those weeks you're just ready for them to end as soon as they can? So, let's see. We've had good weather all week, and then it started raining again. You know, April showers bring May flowers. That's what they say. That's one of those English expressions. But um, I could care less about the May flowers, care less about the rain on the weekend. Could do what it wants during the week. So I was out there swimming around on the roads during the week. It's crazy, people driving. Like I said, you got all these people coming out of the woodwork, you know, that normally aren't on the road. You got inexperienced drivers, and you got drivers with too much experience. So it just, just made for a bunch of pileups. We had about maybe three or four big accidents. So traffic was blocked off. The police were directing the traffic. I mean, it was just, it was nasty. The lights were blinking, people sliding all over the place. But, I mean, I made it through. My clients tell me I often have a road rage because, you know, I say some interesting things when I'm behind the wheel, but I keep it positive. So what I started doing, because I used to work with kids, so instead of, you know, using explicit language, I just shower compliments. I might just say, look at this interesting woman. You know, she's the smartest driver in the world, best driver in the world. You know, just give her compliments, but it's, uh, I guess, passive-aggressive behavior. Typical, typical, typical. But let's see. What's going on with me? Um... This week I was supposed to go get my um, tooth fixed. I went to the dentist, but due to the guy's death, um, they couldn't really do anything because my my crown came in, but it needed some adjustments. And they said, due to not having a doctor, being that he isn't on planet Earth, this is the lady's word. She was like, being that he isn't on planet Earth, technically I can't do anything to alter the tooth. So now I got to go to a whole nother doctor, a whole nother office. So I've got to wait for the receptionist to call me. Um, and then once I get scheduled, I go in there, they take another mold, and then they send off for another crown. I said, I don't care as long as it doesn't cost me any more money. Because, you know, I've already paid like, like $1,500 into this thing, you know, so I'm ready to get my tooth. But I said, no big deal, as long as there's no extra cost. So I had to deal with that, and I think that was Wednesday morning. Um, what else happened? Went fishing again this weekend, like I do all the time. I went to two places. I went to this place called... Um, Washington, uh, North Carolina. It's a little Washington. It's not like Washington, D.C. They call it Little Washington. Basically, it's got this little spot called Haven's Garden. And you go there, it's a little boat marina. You know, you can fish, throw your lures. But it's so, you get so much traffic. I mean, the fish just kind of push away from there. So I go there when, you know, I just want to get out on the water. Well, not actually get out on the water, but when I fish. Um, but I don't feel like going too far. Because they said we had some storms rolling in, some thunder and some lightning. So I had to play it close to home. But once I saw that the storm wasn't that bad, I went on and drove a little further. Went back to Bath. Didn't do anything there either. There were a couple people walking back and forth on the bridge. A couple people catching perch and crappie and um, you know, little brim, bluegill, little panfish. I mean, I wasn't interested in any of that. When I go fishing, I'm trying to catch the biggest and baddest fish they got out there. So it's a waste of time to catch anything else, in my opinion. But next weekend, we're going to have a holiday because we have Easter coming up. So uh, typically here in the work, they give us Good Friday off. So it's like that Friday before Easter Sunday, they give us that day off. So I think I might go down to um, Moorhead or at least New Bern, try to get some salt water going, you know, catch some flounder, catch some drums, something like that. Um, let's see what else has happened. Downloaded a couple new albums, of course. Some Russian albums, I listen to some new tunes, jamming. Uh, I guess today I'm going to talk a little bit about storytelling 
and why it's important when you're learning a language. Basically, it's important just to be a good storyteller because nobody wants to listen to someone who's just boring, you know, just talking in some monotone voice. You know, you have to be expressive with your language, telling stories, but that's a great way to um, strengthen your language skills. So let's get into it. So what do I mean when I say storytelling? When I talk about storytelling, I'm talking about the kind of conversation you have with your friend. When your friend comes over and they're like, hey, what'd you get into last weekend? And you're like, let me tell you, this girl came over or you're telling her this guy came over and you're telling them all about the things you did and how you felt and what you saw and, you know, all the good times you had. That's storytelling. So when you're learning a language, you want to be able to do that. And it's it's fun because, I mean, you're pulling from your own experiences. You're using words and phrases and things that you would normally say. So when you come across something, you know, you don't know how to express it, then you have to look it up. So it sends you to the dictionary or to your friends, you know, your language partners to pick up words that you would use in your real life. So you actually use them more. So it actually works out. So me, I've been writing stories for a while in Russian because, you know, I'm studying Russian. So I always write stories. Um, and when I talk, I talk about past experiences, past relationships, things I did with my sister, things I did with my mom, my dad, my family, trips we went on. Those are the things you want to talk about because as you're talking about those events and recalling those events, you have all the excitement and all the expressiveness that needs to be there to make for a great story. But sometimes it's good to just sit back and imagine some crazy situation and just write about it. Like, you know, in your mind, if you have a good imagination, you know, just picture someone walking on the beach. You know, they're walking, skipping rocks across the shore. And the next thing you know, a submarine just bust up out of the water and birds are swarming and sharks are going and, you know, soldiers jump out of it, you know, attack the, the shore, you know, I mean, whatever your story is, it could be walking in the shopping mall. And then all of a sudden, instead of a cashier behind the register, you have a bear, a talking bear, you know, so then you have to pick up new vocabulary there, you know, just be as descriptive as possible, be as emotional as possible with it. Because when you have strong emotions, and you're learning a language, it's easier to remember the words. Um, I know uh, a lot of times I pull my inspiration from music. Like I recently, um, like I said, downloaded some albums. So there's a song called um, uh, Grupo Krovi. And I mean, just the beat, it's so melodic. It just pulls you in and pulls you to this deep, dark place. For me, this deep, dark place. So today I'll probably write a um, story. Well, tonight, tonight I'll probably write a story about... Um, Someone who's got, you know, hurt, shot, and they're writing a letter to their mother or giving their last words. So Sunday when I have my conversation with my friend, you know, we'll discuss my story. But that's the best way to do it, you know, telling stories. Um, shoot, even now, I mean, I guess like as I'm talking to you guys, you know, I'm pulling from my memory, pulling from my experiences, pulling from my mind. And I'm able to communicate with you, you know, keep you interested in listening. I mean, unless you've already clicked off, but I don't think you have if you're still here. Because the principle or the main thing that we're doing here is learning English. So it's English and coffee. But like I said, instead of giving you grammar lessons and this and that and all these boring things, I'm just talking to you about real life using real English in a real way. Um, it's just the wrapper you put on it, you know. But, um... Storytelling, I think it's a good practice to do. If it's something you're not doing, I encourage you to try it. Um, hey, I'd be interested to hear some of the stories you come up with. Um, let's go ahead and switch to something else. See what else we have uh, to talk about today.
ah, yes, I remember what it was. I wanted to say, you know, as you're learning language, it's good. You know, it's great to learn a language. It becomes part of your life, and after a while, it's just something you do every day, so you don't really have to put that much thought into it. You know, you're always going to watch a film in your favorite language. You're always going to read something. You're going to listen to something, listen to music, sing songs. You know, you're going to stay busy, but at the same time, life happens. You know, you live. But while you're growing in your language, you got to stop and say, well, where else am I growing? Are there other things you want to do, other things you want to try? Because the thing is, just because, let's just say you take up skydiving, that doesn't mean you have to stop learning English or whatever language you're learning. You can do it in your target language. Uh, pick up the new vocabulary, express it, talk about it. Um, I know I've already pretty much put my, pretty much my emotional side, like if I want to talk about something that's deep, something personal, I do all that in Russian. It sounds better in Russian, and it just it's easier to be more expressive in Russian. I mean, I do it in English, but I'm just not one of these people that just sit there and be like, oh, today sucked, and um, I, I broke my leg, or something like that. No. Um, but if you do it in another language, <laughs> it's fun, it's a story, it's all a big experience, you know, so it just makes the experience more rewarding um, and gratifying in itself. But, um, yeah, try something new. So, recently, you know, I... Maybe a couple months ago, I bought this big bag of flour, you know, this big bag of all-purpose flour. And I said, I'm going to teach myself to bake because I'm a cook. Now, I do three things. I cook, I fish, and I study language. Um, but baking has always been one of those things that I just haven't done, haven't quite, you know, stuck my hands into it. But here recently, I've started doing a few things. Um, what did I do earlier in the week? I want to say it was early in the week or it was last weekend. I made myself some noodles from scratch. Because I love Asian food, I cook Asian food all the time, but you know, I always buy noodles. But I watch these videos and I see people, you know, the, the noodle masters, they're up there cooking and cutting their, excuse me, cutting their noodles and rolling out the dough and all those different things. So I said, well, let me give it a shot. So they had these um, udon noodles. And um, I said, okay, well, those look pretty easy. Don't take a lot of work, a lot of prep time. So I started with the the lowest bar, you know, the lowest bar, smallest barrier to entry. So I made some noodles. They were pretty thick. I mean, I made a nice soup, nice stock and everything, put all my little Asian spices and everything in it. I made it. It was good. So I know the next time I make the noodles, what to do so they won't be so thick and maybe they'll be a little more, well, I guess they're chewy noodles anyway. I mean, it's a specific type of noodle, udon noodle. And they said um, that's how they're supposed to be. But uh, I don't think they looked like the noodles that I've seen on uh, YouTube and you know, magazines and when I've eaten them or eaten them or bought them, you know. But like I said, the first one you do, you can't expect it to be perfect, but the main thing is as long as you're doing it. But here we go. Fast forward to today, uh, before I recorded this podcast, guess what I did? I made my first pizza from scratch. See, now that's something that's always been, you know, the golden horse or the white unicorn for me because I was like, I mean, you really need to know your dough, but I've got a bottle of yeast, but I didn't use it. So what I did is I took, um, well, hey, you can try this at home. I watched a couple videos on YouTube. So basically what I did is I got two, two and a quarter cups of flour, stuck them in my big bowl. I got a cup of milk, poured it in, um, didn't use any eggs, uh, put a teaspoon of salt, and what was it, a tablespoon of baking powder. Threw that in there and four tablespoons of butter at room temperature. The lady said I should use um, unsalted butter, but I just used what I had. So four tablespoons of butter, put that in my big bowl, mixed it up, used a knife. That was a technique I saw on uh, another video. 
um, so the stuff doesn't clump up. So I sat there, got a nice dough going, added my flour, took it out of the bowl, put it on a little wood block, sat there, mixed it up, started kneading it, you know, with my hands. And then I, um, once it was uh, not sticky anymore, stuck it in the baking dish, spread it out, you know, put my little sauce on there. I bought this little uh, cheap tomato, basil, garlic sauce because I knew I was going to add my own things. I put some basil, some oregano in there, a couple red peppers because I like my stuff spicy. I uh, threw some garlic on there. Um, I cooked up some sausage, put that on there, cheese. Didn't have any mozzarella cheese. I had some sharp cheese, so that's just what I used. Put the sharp cheese up there, um, pepperoni, some mushrooms, cut up some onion, threw it on there, stuck it in the oven at 450, baked it for about, ooh, I don't know, 12, 15 minutes. Came out, looked like pizza. So that's my first pizza from scratch. So I know that, you know, like like when I started learning the language, I mean, I learned one word, you know, didn't have, couldn't even form a complete sentence, but now, you know, I can, so I know probably by the fifth or sixth pizza, I mean, the stuff's going to start being even better. It was good. I've still got three pieces to eat tomorrow, so I'd say it was a success, a success. But I would say, um, whole reason I'm saying this is just to, don't forget that there's plenty out there in the world that you have yet to try, things you can do, and if you're doing what it takes to learn a language, it definitely means you have the skill to take on another thing, like if you want to learn coding. I mean, I don't know if I told you guys, but I taught myself to code uh, basic basic HTML and CSS in one week. Um, I know it's probably nothing to you if you're a programmer out there or a coder, but hey, it's still a skill. Some people can't do it. Some people don't even try to do it because they just think it's too challenging. All you have to do is have a good level of motivation, the time to do it, and or not saying the time because a lot of people use time as their thing. I don't have any time to do it. I can't do it. No, make the time. So if you have the motivation, you will make the time. You get things done. But like I said, in one week, I sat there, taught myself to code, made a couple basic websites. Um, I started looking at Java and things like that. I don't even know if people are still doing that now because I've stepped away from it a bit. But when I work online and when I was doing my websites and things like that, I was able to use the coding knowledge that I had to modify my site and make it do things that it wasn't programmed to do, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, try something. Pick, Just pick some random thing or just something new. Test yourself. Always keep testing yourself. Be a better you, you know? Everything you knew yesterday that got you to today, what can you add today to make your tomorrow brighter, you know? Or happy you want to say it. Whatever kind of cliche bow we want to put on it. But, um, yeah, that's something I wanted to say. Push yourself. Learn something new. Go to YouTube. I mean, I, I use YouTube all the time. It's a great tool. I watch a lot of um, old Sovietsky films, um, just that classic, classic Russian stuff. I'm talking 70s and the 80s. To me, that's just better than a lot of this modern stuff. You know, with all this, with the old stuff, you really get the culture. So if you want to get some culture from English, watch some of the older, older films. Um, you can watch Westerns if you want to learn, like, the Texas speech and all that stuff like that. But, I mean, if you like gun smoke and all that, I mean, that's what a lot of people... But, I mean, I, I didn't grow up on that. My dad watched it. Um, but I would say, you know, Beverly Hills 90210. I mean, it's a 90s show, but, I mean, it's a classic. I mean, I'm, I don't know the ages out here or who's listening to me, but um, you can watch that. Wonder Years. Um, it's another good show. Oh, Family Ties. 
Growing Pains, um, Different World, uh, Family Matters. Just watch some of the classics. Those are some shows, I mean, movies. Uh, let's see. I like a lot of horror movies. So, I mean, that wouldn't really be a, a American culture, but I would say watch some of those shows that I mentioned. Check those out, and you'll see a lot about culture. And uh, it's, it's, it's older school, a lot better than the stuff you see on TV now. I mean, all this little... I'm not even going to try to explain it, but I've seen I've seen what they're they're doing up there. It's nothing like that. If you want to uh, learn about a culture and you can't get to the country, watch some of the older things. Uh, listen to some of the older songs. Uh, listen to some of that Woodstock music, you know, from the '70s. People like uh, uh, Cat Stevens, you know, listen to that. Um, yeah, that's really all I got today. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. But I hope you have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you later.